So my name is Hugo, and this is I'm Antoine. Antoine uh, we are the co-hosts of our podcast. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just going to explain what we do. So we have, a, or my, have my own show. He, Antoine has his own show in French and in English. So we interview like entrepreneurs, influencers, and artists, like anybody that's doing like great stuff, you know? And mm -hmm. I, I saw your profile, and it's very interesting. So let's talk about yourself, uh, just to have uh, like uh, something... Yeah, uh, well, I mean, started Instagram like two years ago, okay. pretty much just for fun, just to teach my friends how to like dress up. Okay. Eventually, uh, I got hired in a, um, a custom-made like suit store. Okay. So I started like working with custom suits more, and eventually, like, it kind of blew up, and uh, I started wearing suits more often. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. But uh, since I don't work there anymore, I don't have any reason to wear suits, but I still wear them because I love them. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. You know what they say, the, the clothes make the men. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, not right. So, you, you have your own company, that's it? You have your own uh, it's not my own company, it's more like a blogging, my own website. Okay. So, what did, what did you decide to start your own blogging? Like, why? Um, well, I mean, it's just simply because uh, my friends asked me to like teach them how to dress up and uh, instead of just teaching every single one of them okay uh, some of them recommended me why don't you just write about it so people can read and then uh, learn about this stuff so I was like yeah you know why not so I started my own website and mm -hmm. I started writing oh, that's great yeah okay cool so let's talk about uh, Instagram so when did you start posting stuff on Instagram how do you how do you become like uh, this big of, of an influencer like did it take uh, some time did it, take yeah, it took it took a lot of time it took a lot of time dedication yeah um, just basically just started I just started posting pictures of uh, my outfits uh, okay. on Instagram we didn't see my face so we just like a basic outfit from like here to like the waist down okay and uh, from there, I just basically started posting. I went on a photo shoot with a friend, okay. and then the picture kind of blew up because oh, yeah. uh, people saw my face. Okay. I was like, you know what? I should probably post more pictures of my face and not simply my outfit. So that's okay. how like my Instagram went from like here to like here. Oh wow! So, so you, when you start posting uh, pictures about yourself, then your Instagram Instagram just blow up. Like you went to. Well, uh, it didn't blow up per se, but it yeah. was more like uh, a lot of people put more attention to it because it was like, oh, I know that guy. Okay. Because I know a lot of people in Montreal, so it's like kind of uh, a lot of people just start following me. Yeah. But, uh, and then eventually it's just a constant, like, constant, like, posting, and eventually you get to a point where, like, I'm here, <laughs> where I am right now. Okay, cool. And where are you from? Where did you come from? Are you from uh, Montreal, born in Quebec? Or yeah. from, yeah. I was uh, born and raised in Montreal, and, mm -hmm. uh, but I, my parents are from Vietnam. Cool. So I think Antoine has some question about uh, what do you want to ask him about? The storytelling, maybe? Do you have yeah. like a storytelling? What, is your, what are your storytelling or content hacks that you use on a daily basis? Well, I mean, um, for me, the most important thing is uh, to make yourself like very relatable, so people don't look at you as like another figure on the internet that is just unpopular. I know it, and I'm a post about it. So you know, a lot of content, a lot of people they post um, content of them going to the beach, yeah, and then 
they're like chilling on the beach. You see water that is blue. They're just like making people envy their life. Yeah. And for me, it's more like, hey, I'm just a regular guy. I'm posting pictures on the internet. And that's why if you look at my content, it's a lot of like very professional content shot. But as you look down on the caption, it's like the stupidest thing out there because <laughs> that's how I am in real life. I'm not like a very, I'm a very laid back person. I'm very relaxed. Okay. I don't like to be that serious. So it kind of make people like understand. So I use my caption and my stories to kind of make people um, relate to me instead of just posting content and be serious 24 seven. So just to let you know, we are recording recording this call, so we're gonna put in on our show. So this is gonna be the podcast. Usually, what oh, we perfect. do, what we do, we go to interview people in real to the office mm -hmm. and come here. But you know, with time and everything, so we yeah. do you know, like a call like this. So this is gonna be the podcast. And yeah, no worries. Yeah, cool. And I wanna talk about. Um, so now you're like a big influencer. You have like eight eight thousand followers. So what is the responsibility as an influencer? Like, what do you want to give to people? Like, you don't want to show up. What, what do you want to give? Like, what do you want to give to them? The funny thing is, like, um, I don't consider myself too much as an influencer. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I know that term gets thrown around left and right, this influencer, that influencer. Mm -hmm. For me, um, I feel that term... It's similar to like if you look at a lot of big movements around there. Yeah. You take a movement and you add a lot of bad seed into it. You just get a bad rap. Okay. And I feel like influencers nowadays have a very bad rap of being people who just leeches on for free stuff. Okay. And a lot, you'll see a lot of companies deal with those kind of people where the influencer will not post something if they don't get free merchandise or they will not go to an event if they don't get free food free drinks yeah so in a way for me i'm just considering myself as a blogger i blog about menswear i blog about stuff like that my goal is just to teach people how to dress up if they want some help i will yeah. teach them okay if they don't need my help i don't i'm not gonna shove it down their throat but that's the thing i feel like most influencers nowadays are too stuck up on i want to get free stuff that yeah. they forget where they come from so the the companies they start like reach out to you on Instagram. They, they send you message. What do you, like? Do you accept them sometimes or like? Uh, what is, what are your condition conditions? Do you say oh, I'm doing this like uh, you don't want free stuff? Like what? what are, well, for me, it's more like um, uh, for me, it's definitely because I'm doing this very often. It's almost considered as like a part time job. Okay. Uh, I do rec I do expect people uh, like monetary compensation when I post yeah and other than that it's more like I have to I've turned down a lot of companies that um, I've turned down a lot of companies that didn't that gave me products that did not match my personality okay so I'm a very classic guy I like classic menswear so a lot of companies would approach me with like funky ties funky suspenders yeah. like a lot of accessories like wood accessories metal accessories mm -hmm. and i don't wear that i don't want to promote that because i'm very like classic and i think that's a distinction that a lot of people eventually like that's the thing that like a lot of people kind of forget is that eventually once there's a lot of money on the table or free yeah. stuff on the table they like give up where they, they are and they will take anything for money so, Antoine, do you have any question about that, the values of an influencer? Like, uh, so, other than menswear, what do you do? Do you have like a value ladder where people can eventually maybe have coaching with you on 
what suit to wear yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, as a menswear, inf uh, menswear blogger, I usually just, I like to teach people, but if a lot of people, they send me DMs, they would be like, hey, I have this uh, shirt I want to wear with. Uh, what can I wear this with? And I would scroll down their feed, and I would okay. say, hey, you have these beige pants, you can wear them with. Uh -huh, okay. I do give out advice, like, uh, I've always wanted to be like a personal stylist. I was a personal stylist and a measurement specialist at my suits at the suit store I work at. Yeah. But just teaching people uh, how to do stuff is like my passion. I love teaching people. Okay. So I, eventually, I was also I'm actually starting now to like um, make YouTube videos, and uh, it's not up yet, but I'm starting to like make videos to teach people about photography. Uh, social media, menswear, and everything that people ask me, just mm -hmm. to kind of share it to the world. Okay, that's great. Wow. So I also see on your profile that you are a chicken nuggets enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's actually a funny thing. I do like chicken nuggets a lot. I've been eating it from McDonald's okay. since I was a kid. Okay. Um, I made... I remember when I was at a few thousand followers, I made that joke once, oh, yeah? and then just for fun, I made it a second time, and okay. then it patched on to people, and when I went to events, people said, um, oh, you're the chicken nugget guy that's in a suit all the time, right? Oh, and yeah. I knew my identity was stuck to chicken nuggets. <laughs> okay. so, since my identity was stuck to that, might as well just run into the wall as hard as I can, so now I just embraced the joke, uh, yeah. made fun of it. Like I'm a very, like, self-aware person like okay. i do like to make a lot of self-deprecating jokes and i like to make fun of myself just because it's relatable because everyone when they're sad they're gonna make fun of something you know it's a way it's a coping mechanism so for me yeah. to make to make fun of myself for mm -hmm. liking chicken nuggets it's more like think of it as when there's a famous person that will yeah. say something people will constantly blast that person for saying that yeah, for me, know, instead yeah. of like receiving that end, I will make fun of myself too, so that people know. Oh, this guy's very self-aware that he likes chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's so it's a running joke on my how, on my Instagram. Yeah, that's how you differentiate yourself from other people too. You're very yeah, open, exactly. very funny. That's great. So before we end the podcast, I just want to ask you like a, a question: If somebody want to start like doing a, somebody wants to become an influencer, what would be the greatest advice you would give to them? Like what would the, like my, in your opinion, in your experience and out until now, like? For me, like one advice I really give to someone is that if you want to like take uh, Instagram yeah. to another level and be like proficient at it, mm -hmm. the first thing you have to acknowledge is that one, it is a very lonely road. Okay. Um, you will realize that not everyone likes Instagram as much as you do. Okay. And that that first period of time where you decide to be on Instagram, you will have nobody to turn to, to like ask for advice. And in that moment, you have to find people that will shoot your pictures, that will help you discuss about Instagram, that will just hang out with you. Yeah. Once you find that circle of people, you just create content, you go out with people, you shoot. Yeah. Eventually, if your content is good enough, and it's just to market yourself in a way that you want people to see you and that you see yourself as, um, companies will come. A lot of people, a lot of companies will see your pictures and be like, I like the way this person shoots his picture. Hey, here's this product. Yeah. And once you get that first free product endorsement, 
everything rolls from there. It's it's just a matter of like starting because yeah. a lot of people just say, I'm not sure, I don't know where to start. Just yeah. start. Okay. Your content will suck at first. Yeah, if you're yeah. lucky, your content will be good. <laughs> but trust me, like it's really hard to know what you like when you first post the picture. But eventually, as you go on, you will yeah. know what you're doing. Well, but that's just yeah. my advice. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Start. Uh, just start and uh, eventually just keep running down the road. Don't give up. It's a really hard world. Yeah. Instagram algorithm is like super hard on like creators nowadays. But as you go on, you will meet people that will love the same thing as you do. Cool. I have one final question. So yeah. with that being said, what is your opinion on Montreal influencers? For example, um, there are a lot of influencers in Montreal, but it's very rare that they will go the extra mile to go worldwide, basically. Because some of them say, oh, I'm really influential in Montreal. But when you ask them if they're influential outside of Montreal, nobody really knows them. So what is your opinion on that? Mm -hmm. I've hung out with a lot of uh, influencers in Montreal at parties, at like events. Yeah. The only thing I kind of dislike about it is that they all already created their own clique already. That's what so I thought, time, yeah. Mm -hmm. Every time you went to an event and you would see a Montreal influencers, you would see four of their friends and they would drink together in a corner and not talk to them. <laughs> yeah. That's the only problem I have with them. Uh -huh. Other than that, a lot of them are very nice. Um, okay. I know a lot of um, – I'm pretty close to uh, some of the – more anglophone people is not the francophone yeah but a lot of them will are willing to take um, some uh, questions and give their advice to people but i think the question is that i think they're so comfortable in montreal that they don't think of expanding yeah yeah so if you got like a limited belief or something that they think they're already like where they should be and that that's it or i think it's because they're comfortable where they are um and it's very hard for Montreal people to like expand out okay. because especially for the French people, their market yeah. is here for the yeah. English people. Our market is we can aim for the U S or um, yes. Toronto, Europe. And actually a lot of my followers are from Europe and mm -hmm. the United States. Okay. But I think it's just the companies itself. You have to reach out for the company. You have to reach out to international companies it's very rare that an international company will come to you unless they're already known or managed by a Montreal agency. But okay, I, got a follow -up. I got a follow-up question. So do you think it's best to start being an influencer in your own city or is it just best to go worldwide right away? Because we have the, our hands like, um, we have like basically the, the smartphone at our fingertips which can just spread mass awareness. So what is your take on either staying local or just going global? Definitely start with local. Okay. Uh, the reason why companies come up to you is because you have a circle of, you have an audience that is local, but okay. if you try to go international, you're kind of competing with like billions of millions of people that are on Instagram. Well, if you're local and you're pretty big, you already have that audience that is around you. And so that people, when, when uh, I mean, companies, when they contact you, they say, I want to message this person because this person has a huge hand on the Montreal market. Okay. Once you okay. get that, once you get that, uh, that company that message you, you just write on your. You can make a self uh, media kit, and you said I've worked with, for example, for me, I've worked with Coach, I've worked with Hugo Boss, Armani, okay, and good. other companies. And having that big portfolio, eventually, other companies will say this guy 
has the Montreal market and he has other markets too. And eventually, like you know, it's gonna grow. Yeah. So you have but to start own, local first. So but, you have to yeah. own your local place, and then you can go and see. Exactly. Okay, good. Because like for me, I kind of think about it backwards because um, I'm an entrepreneur myself, and mm -hmm. I do storytelling, copywriting for clients. I only mm -hmm. have like a handful of clients from Montreal, and the rest are from all over the world, like Europe. USA, California, Florida. So mm -hmm. I, I don't really like limit myself to say I need to be famous in my city. While if no one's paying attention to my city, I'm just gonna go and get people elsewhere where people yeah. are more dedicated or the awareness is is more for them than for my local community yeah. per yeah. se. Yeah. But that's the that's the thing about uh, your business too is since it's a business, it's a lot of like if nothing works here, I have to bring it somewhere. Yeah. For like a for like an influencer is more like if it, I will try to grow here, but again, it's like question of like survivability. If you can't take the market here, yeah. always better to go in another market. I know a lot of friends that would rather go to Toronto and they're actually more famous in Toronto. Yeah. And I actually have a friend that's more famous in China than in- Oh yeah. But you're talking about but them actually, you're talking about them actually moving to a location to gain credibility. Am I right? Uh, no, they're actually living here. They okay. lived back then there, but they came here. Okay. But since they have their they have their their fan base back then, that's back in China or back in Toronto or stuff like that. Okay, good. Okay, cool. So, where can people join you? Which which are you called Instagram? But what is uh, what is the the links and everything you can where people can join you? Uh, well, I mean, um, I have pretty much. I'm only on Instagram nowadays. Uh, my Facebook's pretty much uh, for like uh, like personal use. Okay. But uh, Instagram, I'm eventually gonna put up my YouTube link okay. on my okay. bio so that people can watch my video. But if anyone has any questions, I'm pretty much free on Instagram. Just DM me. I try to li answer all my messages. So what's your, your Instagram? Your Instagram. My name? Instagram is uh, at Dapper Card. So it's okay. D A P T P E R underscore C A R D S. Cool. And Hopefully, I'll see uh, some of you guys, uh, some messages yeah. on there. We're going to put uh, the links on the video after we're going to put it on Facebook and uh, on YouTube. So we are with uh, Danny Dao, and uh, it was a pleasure to have him on our show, The Road to Die PO. I will take in the Antoine Roldi show. Thank you very much, Danny. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. All right,